You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes? Aaron here hanging out in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in beautiful West Monroe alongside from the Washita Citizen. Jake Martin, how you doing, Jake? Hey now. <laughs> trying different introductions, trying spelling, I guess. Uh, what did you tell me earlier this morning? And uh, it, it kind of locked me on my heels a bit. You said, do you think of me less? And then you followed it up with. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee out of a straw this morning. I'm trying new ways to drink my coffee because... We go, you know, a couple of hours here. I'm not able to brush my teeth. The coffee's staying in my teeth. I got a pretty smile. I got to protect that smile. Oh, man. You can go home and brush your teeth. Y- yes, two hours later. I have not noticed one time that your uh, teeth are stained, but obviously I'm not looking that closely. You're not looking that closely. No. <laughs> and, yes, I do think less of you for drinking through a straw. You know what? It's actually more – it works better. I usually spill coffee all over the place. I'm sure other people who so come here – So you're going to then be that guy in the restaurant then, too, with your glass of wine using a straw. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is, We're in a studio. This was supposed to be, you know, a private conversation. Oh, sorry. But, uh, we need to understand what is private and what is not. <laughs> not uh, so private. what do you listeners think about this private conversation that Jake and I had in this straw? 888-993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby hotline, text line. Go to stuartshelby.com for a free quote. Plenty to discuss over the next two hours, and we lead off with a little bit of a shocker in the NBA, the fact that the Pels are now 2-0 and in the NBA postseason. Look, I, I don't like to be wrong, but I was happy I was wrong here. I thought that we were going to have a tied series last night because, like we said all day yesterday, McCollum and Lillard, I expected them to come out shooting better. And I thought the Pels came out and established that defensive intensity from the start. And quite frankly, Drew Holiday and Rajon Rondo are outplaying those two guys right now. Drew Holiday was fantastic. All right, let's start with that. Uh, Drew Holiday, uh, 33 points, 9 assists, playoff career highs. You look at the way this game played out in the last, what, 15, 16 minutes of it, the fact that what Anthony Davis does not score in the final 16, 29 of this ball game, a playoff game on the road, I would think you would think that the odds of the Pels winning that was a Des I would think that you would think that I would know that you would know that the Pels would have no chance of winning if Des Bryant, I mean Des Bryant, if Anthony Davis does not score in the final 16 minutes of the game. But Holiday and Rondo, of course, come through in a big way. They had a hand in the final 20 points for the Pels in this 111-102 victory. Yeah, and so Drew had 33 points and nine assists. Playoff Rondo had 16 points, nine assists, and 10 rebounds. That's a good name. Uh, yeah, playoff Rondo. It's it's a thing. So, um, and both of those guys hit late threes that were critical down the stretch that really helped them kind of expand that lead in the last minute or so. So, yeah, huge win. Now you're up 2-0, and I just don't see any way the Pels are going to drop this oh, series. The kiss of death. Kiss of death. Kiss I'm sorry. Death. But I just don't see it. Should they go borrow the broom from uh, Sean Payton? Yeah, yeah. Just, just invite him into the locker room. <laughs> just don't record him this time. 
Lord, you mentioned uh, seven of eighteen from the field, including uh, one of seven from three-point land. McCollum nine of twenty-one from the field, three of eight from downtown. Ben on the text line says, "Holiday can get anything he wants offensively. He's way too physical for McCollum and Lillard. Fun to watch. Mm. Agreed." Uh, they finished that game on a twelve to two run to end up winning a one eleven to one oh two. Pretty exciting. So now this thing turns back to New Orleans, and you think if this thing isn't sold out Thursday night at eight come o'clock, on. come on, show up, people, show up, sell it out. I hope so. I'm I'm feeling pretty positive it will, but I really do hope that they show up and give the support to this team that they deserve because they have played incredible not in this series but the last couple of months man they've had to turn it on and they've kept it turned on how likely of a story is this <laughs> very unlikely and that's why it's so fun to root root on you know very rarely do you get to root for your team you know in a situation where you can accept loss like going into the series i i thought the Pelicans could win the series but i was accepting loss just because of everything that's happened with you know uh, you know, losing Boogie midseason, just just making the playoffs, I thought was a win. So it was everything here was gravy to me, and to be up 2-0, I mean, it's exciting. It's really exciting. It's fun to jump on. Listen, I don't like bandwagon fans, but come on, jump on, jump onto this bandwagon, enjoy it. Uh, if you care, two other games last night in the NBA postseason: Toronto wins in convincing fashion against Washington. They lead that series now two games to nothing. And Boston takes care of business versus Milwaukee. Also, 2 nothing in that series. A lot of 2 nothing series right now. That is one of the headlines. we got more Pels news coming up later in the show. Big college baseball game last night, and we mentioned it, that uh, Grambling would be waiting for ULM last night over at Ellis Field, and they certainly were. The Tigers get the best of the Warhawks, knocked them off, or should I say bested. Uh, there you go. The Warhawks 9-7. to yeah, and this was the first time since 2013 that Grambling was able to beat ULM. I believe it was an eight-game streak, maybe nine-game streak. Yeah, I scoured through the uh, schedules last night, and uh, eight straight that Grambling had knocked off, uh, uh, that ULM had knocked off Grambling. Uh, 2013th, March 19th, a 4 nothing shutout, a day that uh, ULM could only muster three hits the last time that Grambling won that ball game. And then they went, uh, ULM went on this roll. They won one in 2013, two wins in 2014. Beat them three times in 2015. 2016, they did not play. And in 2017, ULM had two wins against Grambling. Yeah, so big big time uh, victory for Grambling. And uh, Marshawn Taylor in that game, by the way, was three for five. Uh, Coach Federico will join us for his scheduled weekly visit coming up at 8 o'clock. His uh, Warhawks are going to have to figure out a way to get back on track because now they have lost four straight games and have lost seven of their last nine. Mm. Also last night in uh, college baseball or college softball, how about the Lady Texers? They have now won 12 straight, one of the longest winning streaks in the country. They take care of uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff last night. Uh, Using a lot of reserves didn't matter. They win easily. In fact, they steal eight bases last night. The big news on the diamond last night, uh, high school softball playoffs continue to roll along. 
Yeah, um, we're getting that matchup that we wanted. West Washington rolled with the 25 nothing win last night. These scores are, quite frankly, <laughs> ugly. Yeah. Uh, and they don't even take uh, seven innings to play out. 25 nothing in three innings. Yeah, Neville won nine to nothing. Uh, so West Washington will host Neville in the second round Friday at 6 o'clock. Uh, the big story in 5A, West Monroe going on the road. Lady Rebels could only muster one hit on the day, but it was enough as they beat Destrahan 2-0. How heartbreaking that must be for the girl from Destrahan that gives up one hit. But uh, two costly errors for them in the sixth inning leads to a West Monroe victory. Yeah, big-time row win for the Lady Rebels. Uh, Sterlington Lady Panthers are very good. They take care of a LaRanger 22-1 in three innings. They scored 17 runs in the first innings. Yeah. Just say, get back on the bus. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> there was two other scores of uh, local interest, uh, from what I could tell. Uh, French Settlement takes care of French Settlement takes care of Delhi Charter six to five in seven innings, and Simsboro moving on with a five to one victory. Yeah, and I had one more uh, college baseball note. Uh, LSU, poor LSU, they get some good news and they get uh, some more bad news. Whereas Paul Maneri says, uh, take a step forward and take two steps back. So Brant Broussard is likely to play tomorrow, or t- today, I should say, against Tulane. Uh, the bad news, though, uh, Hunter Fiducia is out with a hand injury, and Caleb Gilbert is likely out this whole week due to soreness. Uh, he had soreness uh, after coming in against Tennessee this past weekend, and Josh Smith is still out and won't travel to South Carolina. The mash unit. Yeah, so the problem here is I think the biggest one is Hunter Fiducia because you already were very thin at catcher. And uh, with him out, I'm not sure what they're going to be doing. Looking forward to a big matchup down in uh, Lafayette tonight with uh, the Cajuns squaring off against the Diamond Dogs. We got some sound from our Lamboros and Tony Robo show that we'll share for with you in the next segment. There was some uh, NFL news and notes yesterday. I thought this schedule release was supposed to be a, a big deal. Uh, to some, to some. If the NFL is trying to build it up, and they just re- they, they just released it yesterday that they're going to have this big schedule release on Thursday. Where's the buildup and the hype for it? They said, "Ah, oh, we're not doing anything on Thursday. We got a little gap in our time schedule. We can fit in the, the schedule release now on Thursday." Yeah, well, uh, I I don't know. I, I I'm not one of those guys that gets overly hyped for the schedule release. So. This is kind of a non-story for me, but, uh, yeah, it'll just drop Thursday. Uh, Vegas getting involved with uh, Des Bryant and where he will land next. So, Bavada Sportsbook lists the Saints as 5-1 to one odds that he will land in New Orleans. That is the third lowest odds among the nine teams listed. Ravens come in at number one at 3-1. to one. Houston Texans at 4-1. to one. Saints, Packers, and Redskins all have five to one odds. Yeah, I, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want him to end up in New Orleans, uh, for numerous reasons. But if you're just looking at production, I'm not saying he wouldn't be productive in that Saints offense. But let's not forget, he hasn't had a thousand yard receiving season since 2014. Mm. This isn't the same old Dez, mm. uh, and to get those you know, character issues that you might have, and it could could disrupt some chemistry in the locker room. I just don't think it's worth it. Uh, as Des knows, you know, and, uh, of course, uh, 
Jason Garrett knows the Cowboys take the high road when addressing the departure of Des Bryant. Should this come as a surprise, uh, the Cowboys were at a charity event yesterday, and, of course, all the captains that Des Bryant, you know, I know, he trashed, you know, uh, earlier this week, they all take the high road and said it was a difficult parting of the ways with Des. Coach Sutwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had media training. Um, real quick, Aaron. Astros. Oh, Astros up big. Where's the bumper? Yes. No bumper? I, I'm working on it. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, they broke their losing streak. You'll be happy to know. Uh, they won 4-1 to one last night against the Mariners, and Brian McCann homered in that victory last night. So this guy does his Astros homework. Mm. <laughs> you just gave 20 seconds. Dude, it's, That's homework. it's more than what you gave. <laughs> well, good point. Solid blow landed there. I uh, didn't see this, too. I thought it was noteworthy. Uh, Brett Favre auditioned for the uh, Monday Night Football gig. <laughs> yeah. uh, according to numerous reports, it did not go well. <laughs> Apparently it didn't. But uh, Brett Favre doesn't want you to think that. Yes. I got it right here. Okay. He says, wanted to clear something up from today's press on me and ESPN. Truth is, I had a good meeting about possibly joining the MNF crew. I was intrigued when they called, yet not sure I wanted to pursue a broadcasting career right now. I wish them the best of luck and a great season, Brett. In other words, I turned them down. Yeah. They didn't turn me down. I turned them down. After, then why'd you audition? After numerous reports, uh, they said that he basically bombed. Yeah. He was no Tony Romo. Oh, he hurt, hurt, they hurt that ego. I thought Romo, I, I, well, not Romo. I thought Favre would actually be halfway decent at this. Yeah. Uh, you see the Wrangler commercials. He handles <laughs> those well. I don't know. I don't know. It'd probably be difficult to develop some chemistry with him, especially with Sean McDonough. Uh, oh, man, don't be bad. Dude, he's McDonough. just not that. No. All right, so where do they go now? They got in-house candidates, uh, Hasselbeck, Randy Moss, Lewis Riddick. Still out there. Randy Moss would be awesome. Uh, I still think Kurt Warner would be the best. Uh, offensive lineman, re- recently retired offensive lineman Joe Thomas, they've had talks with. Uh, perhaps uh, they auditioned Jason Witten, Greg Olson, Rex Ryan, and then uh, old Booger still getting a mention here or there. Hmm. We'll see how this plays out. But one thing we know, Brett Favre will not be in the booth. Yes. Hey, real quick, we should have did this at the start of the show. We need a top ten Thursday subject. So, I think, should we carry over the egos, the NBA egos from last week, as well as the first-round playoff upsets? I'm talking to you. I know. I'm thinking. I don't know. Did it take you that long to respond, really? (laughs) Am I talking to the wall? And by the way, uh, Joe Tessitore is taking over the Monday Night Football thing. So there you go. Oh, you, yeah. You got Sean McDonough kicked off. Yeah. That's great news. And, and Ben also points I'll, it. He's gone from Monday Night Football, going back to college. I like Tessitore. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Texas is back, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if y'all want to chime in, let us know who or what to do a Top 10 Thursday on. We'll take your suggestions today. Mm-hmm. We need help because you see the help I'm getting. Aaron's mm-hmm. giving me nothing over mm-hmm. here. What other options do we have? I said NBA egos, uh-huh. to, uh, playoff upsets, uh-huh. and that's that's kind of it. How about our favorite NBA players of all time? <laughs> what, what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with that suggestion? That just sounds like a summer. I mean, we can do that. NBA we just did top playoff 10 players. upsets. Where, where are we going to go with that? 
we're going to number the playoff upsets. <laughs> Not rocket science. Sam goes, haven't uh, Witten and Olsen retired? Good question. Witten, of course, is still playing with the Cowboys, but they have had talks with him. Yeah. Olsen, too. Top 10 NBA celebrity fans. Now, see, that is timely because Kevin of Hart. Kevin Hart. All right. Spike Lee would probably be number one. Jack, oh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. That could be fun. Well, we'll see. Anyway. That would be a four-minute segment. Keep sending in your suggestions. I did enjoy the Dwayne Wade and Kevin Hart back fun. and forth during the game. At least the stare down. I like it, yeah. You can tell it's playful, but it's fun. It adds intrigue to the game. If there was a mic on Kevin Hart during the game. Oh, even better. Yeah. yeah. Take us inside the smack. What was great, too, is every time they cut to Kevin Hart, you could see AI in the background. And AI was, you know, getting in on it, too. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Obviously, we need some help. It is all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Patriot. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's go crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. Ooh, I like this. Yeah. There you go, Hogan. It's Hogan. more than more in our wheelhouse. The final top ten teams at the end of college football next year. One thing is guaranteed, Jake will have LSU in that top ten. LSU, number one. <laughs> Go Tigers. Uh, we didn't plan it this way, but once again, we got a packed show with guests. But always opportunities for you to weigh in. Saul Graves, the doctor, will join us at 7.30. Michael Federico coming off that tough loss to Grambling. How are they going to turn things around? You'll hear from the head coach coming up at 8 o'clock. How about Grambling? Spring football has wrapped up. Wasn't the way that they had planned to end with no spring game. We'll find out the logistics of why Grambling did not have a spring game, but what the Tigers learned from the spring from the head coach, Robert Fobbs, at 8.15. Coming up at 8.30, you'll hear from George Fox, KFLY Sports Director. He'll give us some of his lowdown on the Pels, the Saints, and the Dirty Patriots. Yeah, so a big show planned. Also... The Florida spring game was different. The Florida spring game was a little bit fabricated. It was almost pro wrestling like. You don't say. I'll get more into that later, but some Florida fans and prep or uh, beat writers are upset over it. That's a tease for you, my friend. You're getting good, Jake. Well done. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. We're back after this on the Morning Drive on Sports Talk ninety seven seven. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, 
Do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The newest lawn equipment pro center in the area is your new Cub Cadet Superstore, Yard Power. Yard Power in Monroe is your source for the full line of Cub Cadet mowers. In fact, they're the only dealer in Northeast Louisiana. And Yard Power is loaded with Cub Cadets. Over 100 mowers on the ground ready to roll. All backed by a full service and parts department. So remember YP, Yard Power. On Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Lane. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, Jake, what did you tease before the break? I already forgot. Oh, Florida. Yes, <laughs> I forgot too. Uh, Florida spring game. So, um, let, let me... Just say this. So they set up the spring game, and they had some Hall of Fame guys go out and catch passes during the spring game. And I'll, I'll read this little excerpt from the article of uh, Read and Reaction. Um, this is the Florida website. Anyway, while the deep throws to former players were puzzling, I think the events of the day were best exemplified by Felipe Frank's 60-yard run for a touchdown. Defensive back Quincy Linton clearly had Franks in his sights about 10 yards downfield and slowed down. Then defensive backs MacArthur Burnett and Trey Dean caught up to Franks at the 15-yard line, enough to grab his jersey, but he was given the touchdown anyway. Then Franks kicked the, fo- kicked the ball up into the stands and celebrated like he had just scored the game winner against LSU. The guy wrote that the game was embarrassing, a Butch Jones trash can level of bad. <laughs> that was akin to handing out participation trophies, and it was disrespectful to the Gator standard Mullen has emphasized since being hired. Then, longtime college football writer, writer Hayes uh, Car- Carleon uh, also talked about Butch Jones. He wrote that the spring game taught Florida fans nothing, and he compared it to pro wrestling and labeled it a quote-unquote champions of life spring game. Mm. Boy, they trashed this spring game. Mm. But I think Florida would rather have those problems than the situation they have down at Florida State. <laughs> I think or so. Or the Tallahassee police are conducting surveillance on your uh, quarterback for too much. That is probably not a good thing. But the good thing for the Seminoles, after having this surveillance on Francois' apartment for two months, they finally had the big raid on the player's apartment on Thursday, and it yields less than an ounce of marijuana. Yeah. So. Insane. Yeah, uh, it's not good. Um, Willie Taggart says he's still with our football team. We talked about him having the responsibility as a student athlete here and being understands that my expectations and what I'm looking for, especially when it comes to our quarterback. Yeah, so apparently they had been taking, looking at his trash, and they did that <clears throat> on four different occasions, enough to get a uh, warrant and, yeah, go. So there's the good news, Gator fans, if you're unhappy with the spring. 
just check out Florida State. <laughs> All right, uh, college baseball tonight. We got Louisiana Tech squaring off against uh, ULLO. You talk about the Cajuns, and of course, uh, they've had some issues this year. 20 and 17 overall, 8 and 7 in conference play. They come in on a five game winning streak, and they've won eight of their last nine contests. A lot of things to dislike about this uh, Cajuns program overall, but Tony Robert's show, the job that he continues to do and is well-respected in college baseball. Yeah, I mean, look at all he's done in his career. This was a surprise that ULL was as down as it was earlier on. Now, what they've been doing recently is kind of more of what we expected, what we've come to expect, uh, and that's the standard that he's placed at ULL. Hmm. Does Louisiana Tech, do they get an email from ULLL from their people down there about the press release where it just says ULL? Well, you know better than most they will. Uh, I'm just curious if they send that out to the other schools or they just send that out to media members. (laughs) All right, so uh, you want to hear from RoboShow? What what, what does their schedule look like? Because he talks a lot about the fact that, boy, they've had a tough schedule and they got them seasoned ready for this push. Well, it's it has been difficult. They had a three-game series against Texas. They, of course, participated in that Shriners College Classic where they faced State, Vanderbilt, Kentucky. And I know State hasn't lived up to expectations, but Vanderbilt and Kentucky has. Uh, you know, LSU, they've, they've got two wins over LSU. Oh. Um, and also Southern Miss. You know, Southern Miss is really good this year. So they played some tough teams, but as of late, that's where they really started to to you know, kick it into gear, and that's they've gotten wins over teams like Appalachian State, McNeese, Southeastern. I heard iron sharpens iron. That's what Tony Robichaux oh, says, yeah. and I believe he says it right here. Well, uh, what's really good that I like is I, I've always believed this. I don't think you can sharpen a knife with a with a Kleenex or a paper plate. So I think iron sharpens iron. So I like playing good good teams. I think that's how you get better. And then after a while, it's like seeing 95 mile an hour fastball like they do in the big leagues. After a while, it doesn't look 95, but you bring some college guy or high school guy up to the pros and let him see 95, 96 for the first time, it's going to look really, really fast to him until he sees it enough. So, So it's the same thing playing a good schedule or good teams after a while. You start to just play as if it's a baseball game, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm playing so and so, I'm playing this team that's ranked number one in the country. But if you don't play a good schedule, then I, and all of a sudden you go up against those teams, I think that's a difference. There's a difference involved. So what's good is our schedules really weathered us. Um, I think it's weathered us for all this travel. It's weathered us for being able to be playing on the road. I think there's a lot of weathering that's going on that's helped us. Um, so, and I'm glad. You know, I'm from Louisiana. I'm glad that Louisiana baseball, I'm glad always that Louisiana baseball is good. I mean, we want it to be good. Uh, it helps us. It helps make us better. And we also want our league to be good. We're, I'm glad that Little Rock's a good team, and I'm glad that they have a good RPI. We talk about that every year when we go into the conference meetings, that we have to build from the bottom up. Um, and, and not just one or two teams at the top with good RPIs and then nobody else because it hurts us when you get to the back end of your schedule and you start playing, you know, three-game series towards the end of the year and somebody's RPI is really bad in your league. Uh, that doesn't help you at all. It doesn't help anybody. And so I, I'm glad that we've got two good games. And I've always said this. I don't think you have to travel far 
you know, up I-10 or 49 to get your butt whipped in baseball. I mean, or down I-20. Uh, David Leal will make the start for Louisiana Tech. Uh, he's had a sensational year. 2-2, two and two, 1.74 ERA. Of course, his last outing was against uh, LSU. Uh, he was very good in that ball game. Ultimately, though, of course, uh, Louisiana Tech lost that game 2-2. Two, two, nothing more from uh, this matchup coming up later in the show. All right, we continue to ask for your suggestions for Top 10 Thursday and getting a couple of good ones here. Uh, Gary says, do Top 10 Teller insults. I like that one, yes. Uh, I like this one from Quinn. Very good. Uh, very good. well done. Uh, the PGA Tour stop at NOLA will feature walk-up music for the first tee. Thoughts and what would be your walk-up music or Top 10 walk-up songs for Major League Baseball or College Baseball? And, and this kind of hits home. I was listening to the Grambling game last night with Nick doing the call. And, you know, typically he's in the press box and you can hear the ambient sound, but you don't hear the walk-up music. It sounded like he was literally right next to a speaker. So every walk-up song for Grambling, you got the, boot, the, the, the beat. It was pretty good. I got into it. Everyone's jiving yeah. just now. I think Nick was too. What's, what would be your walk-up song? I'm working on it. Working. That, that's a tease. Oh, you I can't see. take Sandman, can you? I mean, you can't bite off Rivera. That's the best of all time. Go ahead. Take it. Right. Yeah. I probably have something with Biggie, honestly. But, yeah, uh, I, I think that's a really cool move by golf to do that, to try that. Russell wants, uh, what about best NBA nicknames? Mm, I don't <laughs> love it, Russell. Sorry. Uh, he also says, weed does not warrant the penalty that it once did because of it being legal in certain states. No big deal. Here's the thing, though. You don't want there to ever be rumors flying around that your quarterback is dealing it. And that's why, uh, according and to— And under surveillance for two months. Yes. That's why, according to reports, the police went to go get a warrant. Uh, 888-993-7762. If you got a question or a comment for Dr. Saul Graves, if you have an injury that you want him to break down, let us know. Maybe we can help you out, or at least he can. 888-993-7762. We're back after this. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sideline, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. 
The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. It's time for the Morning Drive's weekly visit with the sports medicine doctors at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. We always love catching up with the doctors. Dr. Saul Graves joins us on the Stuart Shelby Hotline. Saul, how you doing this morning, bud? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I got a very important question to, to lead things off with. This is a, a medical question for you. What do you think of about a, a guy that uses a straw to drink his coffee or his wine because he's worried of his, about his teeth? I, I missed that last part because he's worried about what? I mean, his teeth. So he's got to use a straw when he's in the office here. Not to call him out or anything. <laughs> I, 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 that's a little unusual. I'm not, I'm not sure what, what to think about that. I, um, <laughs> of course, I'm a dentist, son, so I guess it's good mm-hmm. to – to worry about your teeth, I, you know, I, I wouldn't do it, but, uh, you know, I guess to each his own. Yeah, there you go, Jake, the son of a dentist. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> We're all here about creating a team chemistry. Hey, Saul, uh, a fantastic uh, weekend coming up for uh, ULM and, of course, the spring game. Got some college baseball and then the return of Doug Peterson to the campus and, of course, the event Saturday night. How cool is this for the school, the football program, and, of course, just fans getting an opportunity to see Doug again and, of course, get to spend some time with a Super Bowl-winning quarterback? I think it's a great thing, obviously, and, and you know, what a, what a great thing for Doug to do. You know, obviously, he's, he's coming in, into town to, to watch his son play. He's, he's a pretty good player and, and looking forward to see what he's going to do on the field this year. But uh, for him to take his time to, to when he's when – he's, Obviously, coming in to, to spend some time with his family and watching his son, but to take some time to to um, speak to people and to raise some money for ULM and what should be a great event. I mean, he did an unbelievable job this year as a head coach and winning the Super Bowl, and and uh, he's a hot hot commodity right now. I'm sure to to speak and do things, and for him to do that for his school and you know to, the opportunity to hopefully raise a lot of money for the ULM uh, football program. Uh, is out there as well, so you know. Um, I'm sure they all appreciate what Doug has done, and and uh, what an amazing run they had uh, last year. Uh, spring games, of course, at LSU and ULM this weekend. You being a former Tiger, any fond memories of uh, your days in LSU in a spring game or two that stand out to you? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I I, I was in in uh, in four of them since I was since I registered and and played in all different kind of games. We had we had games where we, where we had a lot of injuries and 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 didn't have enough players to really field full teams. We had games where we had celebrity coaches. We had games where we had a a, a regular you know type scrimmage and you know all of them were different. I, I don't, I don't have a lot of memories of them. I mean, I, I do remember them, but I, there was one in particular where we had a celebrity coach. It was, it was actually the only one that, that was a true game. We had we divided it into two teams. We had a draft, and and I actually was was able to in the in the last quarter we were behind, and and, and I, I went on uh, a game winning drive and let our team down, and, and we 
we were able to score to win the game. I think I was a sophomore that year, so that was that was a big uh, a big memory. And uh, you know, spring training was especially as you got older, it became a little bit more of a chore, and 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 you just were ready to get through it. And uh, so uh, a lot of the memories I have from the spring games is the fact that it was the last last practice of the spring and everything was over. But yeah, they weren't as big back then. You know, now it seems like there's just huge crowds coming out for spring games, which I which I find really uh, fascinating because it, you know, at least from my time uh, at, at LSU, you know, we ran the same plays over and over again. So the defenses knew exactly what you were running. And then when it came to spring game, when you had people out watching you, I mean, we were for sure going to do nothing but basic things. And, and, and so it, it was really what I considered a boring, a boring game. Yet you, you see today, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing the number of people that come out to watch uh, spring games. It definitely was not like that uh, in the in the late '80s when I was playing. Huh. Were, you, were the quarterbacks live then? With uh, the, I mean, you were looking at what Michael Brooks and Toby Caston and, and guys like that on the <laughs> other side. Well, again, it was all different. I mean, we had we had we had some spring games where where we were live, some some that we weren't. I think I mentioned the story that that my senior year we had we had in in general the quarterbacks had not been live at all. And um, I actually broke a tooth in practice because I had gotten so used to not wearing a mouth brace piece to practice. Mm. We were live in spring game. The very first scrimmage we had, I got hit in the, in the chin and, and broke my tooth. Uh, so I you know, obviously kept my mouthpiece on the rest of the time. But for, for the most part, from what I remember in spring games, we were, we were sort of semi-live. You know, they, they, uh, they would come up to us and hit but they were instructed to not take us to the ground. But Usually that that lasted about as long as the starting quarterback was in there, and as soon as the other quarterbacks got in, it was it was you know uh, you know just a free for all, and they they tackled just like in a, in a regular game. We have adopted the Astros as our Major League Baseball team for uh, this year. Maybe we need to adopt uh, Andrew Luck as our quarterback for this segment because we've <laughs> discussed him now for literally a year and a half with you. Well, he's back in the headlines. He's now admitting that his uh, rehab was botched. He's not exactly pointing fingers, but he's not taking full responsibility. Uh, do you eventually think this may turn into a case, Saul, where this will be a prime example of perhaps the dangers of rushing your rehab and trying to get back? Yeah, I think that's that's exactly right. Now, I, I don't know what he means by his rehab being botched, and he really didn't, as you mentioned, he didn't point fingers. So I'm not sure if he's saying that it was botched because of, of how his his therapist or trainers handled it or if it was botched because of the things that he did and this is a very difficult problem uh when you deal with athletes and 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 kids who are trying to get back to play as quick as possible and you know the the it's ingrained in you as as an athlete you know the more that you do the harder you work um the better you're going to be and oftentimes uh, an athlete when they're rehabbing from an injury they'll take that attitude that Hey, you know, if I'm doing, you know, uh, 20, 20 squats or, or whatever it might be in, in, in the training room, if I go home and, and double that on my own time, then then maybe maybe I'll get better quicker. Or uh, in, in his instance with the shoulder surgery, maybe if I know I'm not supposed to throw uh, quite yet, but what if I go home on my own and, and, and just sort of test it out, see how it feels, it feels good. So, you know, a lot of times that can lead to, to significant problems because the body has to heal and there's nothing that you can do as an athlete uh, or, 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 um, or a patient to speed that 
process up. And I run into that a lot with, with ACL, um, ACL reconstructions because people, they feel good and they feel like they can go back to doing things earlier. And the problem is the graft or whatever, whatever it is that you fixed in surgery, that has to heal. There's a certain time frame for that to occur. And if you're too aggressive in your rehab, then you can, you can jeopardize that, that healing and, and, uh, and, and then you can cause major problems later on. And, and so it sounds like from reading between the lines that, that either he was pushed back a little too quickly or he himself was doing more than he was supposed to do. And, and again, there's not been enough information to come out to know what he means by his rehab being botched. It is amazing, though, he's still not throwing a football after all these months. Uh, if you have a question, yeah, that's, that's, Dr. that's a little trouble. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Saul Graves, hit us up on the Stuart Shelby hotline. Uh, from the NBA, it's a story that continues to uh, you know, have legs and, of course, create all kinds of headlines. 76ers Joel Abid uh, still out with a broken orbital bone. He has cleared concussion protocol, but it has not been cleared on the other. Saul, this is a conversation we've had before. This is a fascinating dynamic. I mean, the team's in the postseason. He's making headlines saying that they're babying him. Uh, just the dynamic when you're dealing with the medical staff, you're dealing with a coaching staff and a star player about when he's been cleared to play and at what point do you let him return to the court? Yeah, and this is a great example right here. You know, he he had more than just a concussion. He, he broke his orbital bone, and I believe it required surgery. And, and although it, in orthopedics we don't take care of facial fractures, it's a similar process to any fracture or break. Uh, and the fact that you're going to put some plates and screws on there to fix it, which is likely what they did when he broke his orbital bone. And <laughs> that's something that, that you're relying on a small plate. And, and we're, we're talking about facial bones. The plates are very small. Um, and, uh, and all it takes is another blow to the face to, to jeopardize what was fixed. So you got a doctor who's done a surgery, and he wants to make sure that that's protected, that he doesn't cause any further damage. And when you're talking about breaks of the orbital bone around the eye, that can cause some significant problems for your future uh, if you were to re-injure it. On the other hand, now you've got a player who, who thinks he's being babied and he wants to get back and help his team as quick as possible. So it's a, it's a tough dynamic, uh, especially when you're in, in professional athletics, when you're talking about money involved and, and you know trying to win a series and get further down the line. And, and um, it's a difficult place that position to be in when he has to make that decision. But you have to be completely <clears throat> objective. You have to take yourself out of, um, you know, wins and losses and money and all those sort of things. And, and in the end, you've got to do what's right for the player in the long run. And I think you have a case here where uh, a physician or training staff or whomever whoever's making the, the, the final decision here um, is saying that, you know, medically he's just not ready to come back quite yet. Uh, I got two questions on the text line. First from uh, Randy: Are there any oral meds, vitamins, etc., that are beneficial for bone health? Saul. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, a good question. I think obviously uh, when we talk about older patients who have osteoporosis, there's there's definitely some benefit to taking calcium and uh, vitamin D uh, in order to help uh, either treat what we call osteopenia, which is sort of the precursor to osteoporosis, and also to maintain the bone health. When you're younger, in many cases, just the process of being out in, in sunlight and also in, in you know, drinking milk, those types of things typically 
most young kid is 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 going to get enough of that in their diet uh, to really not have to worry about taking any kind of supplement uh, to improve their bone healing. Now there are situations where people do have you know vitamin vitamin D uh, deficiencies and, and need treatment for that, but in most cases, just from your regular diet and, and, and being in, in, out in the sunlight, you're going to have enough uh, calcium and vitamin D to have healthy bones. Uh, one final one from AJ. What about Kawhi Leonard? How can you hurt? Can, how can you hurt a quad? Question mark. This length, uh, as, he, as long as he's been out, should be a serious injury, but it doesn't sound like one. And he pushed push hashtags pals. Uh, Leonard, it has been a dialogue with the Spurs. A lot of other players have come back from this injury. Uh, what do you think the ha- the hang up is with him and his quad? So, yeah, you know, I, I haven't looked about that enough to to really know to, you know what the what the situation is with it. But certainly, you know, we we talked about this before with with any you know muscular injury. When you have an injury to the quad muscle or the hamstring uh, or calf, you know, what groin, any of those types of things, when you injure your muscle especially if you have a severe um, quad strain uh, and, and, and it causes tearing of the quad muscle, it's something that's very, very difficult to come back from uh, quickly. And in many cases, if you come back too soon, you can re-aggravate it and it results in, in, in a player missing you know, months of, of, of time. So, you, so it's a fine line between you know, getting the treatment and making sure it heals properly and, and then coming back at the proper time when you don't uh, where you don't uh, re-aggravate it, so it's that's a tough call as well. You know, we talked about several things this morning that that, um, that it's difficult to know when to come back. But it, but sometimes people, you know, you can minimize. You know, hey, it's just a quad strain. You know, he should be fine in a week and, and be back. But uh, in, in many cases, it can be very very difficult to come back from that. Saul, so I tried to throw you a couple curveballs and you hit him out of the park. Well done, bud. Uh, listeners out there need your assistance <laughs> or your colleagues. Where can they find you? Well, we've got our three locations, our main office in Monroe on Louisville Avenue. We have our satellite clinic in West Monroe and, and also in Ruston. We um, have a daily uh, injury clinic that starts about uh, usually around 10 o'clock each weekday morning. And then our after-hours clinic uh, begins around 5 o'clock in, on the weekday afternoons, runs to 8 o'clock, and then Saturday mornings from 8 to 11. And, and the after-hours and the injury clinics are, are, all, are, are both at the uh, Louisville office location. Dr. Graves, we'll see you soon, bud. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Dr. Saul Graves, good stuff there, besides the question at the beginning about Jake drinking through the straw this morning. Yeah, what is your fascination with that? I don't know. I'm that. trying something new. I'm just trying to throw you under the bus. That's all I'm doing. I know. Yeah. Trying to get you riled up. Mm. I mean, the Pels are 2-0. and I mean, you know. It's hard to rile me up today. And, you know, there's no spring football stats from LSU to break down. So I got to find some kind of ammunition. Yeah. Keep trying. Keep searching. <laughs> we do need to find a top ten Thursday, though. Uh-huh. Should I put a poll up for like an hour? Uh-huh. Russell's all worried about this fact that uh, he says Fox has already done it, uh, so we shouldn't be able to do it. I didn't know he had exclusive rights to it. Done what? He's, uh, the walk-up music deal. He says, oh, so your guys' walk-up uh, song would be a cover. <laughs> no, no. First of all, there's no y'all. That would be you. So, so you don't want Inner Sandman from Metallica? Yes, I think it'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, what's what's the problem? I, mine would be something for Biggie, because yeah. that just gets me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would that would get me. But I don't know. Golf? Do you need to be? You'd probably need to be relaxed, right? 
No, this is just for any uh, walk-on. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely Biggie. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Big eight o'clock hour coming up. We'll catch up with uh, Michael Federico from ULM for his weekly visit. Eight fifteen. Broderick Fobbs from Grambling break down what took place with the Tigers in the spring. And eight thirty, we'll make a trip down to Lafayette. George Faust, the sports director at KLFY, will join us. Your calls, your texts, always welcome. At eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. We're back after this. If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing. With Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. West Monroe Hearing Healthcare. We solve hearing problems. If you've got hearing problems, chances are we can solve them. We want to get you back to life and living again with family and friends. Better hearing, better living. It's waiting here for you. West Monroe Hearing Healthcare. We solve hearing problems. Is everything sounding distant? Are parts of conversations missing? We want to make it perfectly clear so you can begin living again. Better hearing here, better living. It's waiting here for you. West Monroe Hearing Healthcare. West Monroe Hearing Healthcare. We solve hearing problems. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, Jake, you've been scouring over your notes over there. What'd you come up with? Give us some nuggets. Uh, this is going to be the Drew Holiday gush segment, All right. but and rightfully so, if you're just waking up or just joining us, uh, the Pels with a big win last night, one eleven, one o two, on the road versus the Blazers. That means New Orleans is now 2-0 in the series. They steal two games on the road. Series returns to New Orleans come Thursday at 8 o'clock. But first, I wanted to get your thoughts on something that Sean Payton said uh, and with the Monday morning quarterback. He said this. He says he doesn't think that there's a quarterback like Andrew Luck or Carson Wentz in this year's draft. And he said, I'd feel a bit uneasy if I were at the top of this draft and I, and I decided I have to have a quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if only one of these guys is left standing in four or five years. And if so, I'd guess it would be Sam Darnold. All right, so a couple things here. Could this be a little bit of a, a smoke screen or try to downplay how good these quarterbacks are? So he's hoping 
then, of course, a number of them will fall down to him, and he'll have more options later in the draft. <coughs> Lamar. <laughs> he, wants that, he wants Lamar Jackson. Baker. <coughs> yeah. Baker's not falling that far. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think any of them will. But uh, I don't know. I found it very interesting that he said that. Uh, yeah. All right. Now, to gush over Drew Holiday. Uh-huh. Um, so, if you look at this, this is one of the better stories of the season, of the year, really. I know the year's young, but you look at all the sports stories that we've already had. Drew Holiday has, first of all, he and he and Playoff Rondo have outplayed C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard uh, in, in this series so far. And I've got some statistics to back that up. Oh, please do. He's been doing research. So, Holiday and Rondo are averaging a combined 38 points, 14 rebounds, an 18.5 assist in this in these two first games of the series. They're also shooting 51.6%. Lillard and McCollum are averaging a combined 38 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists, shooting 36.3% from the field. Lillard, by the way, is only o, is, is 0 for 8 from the field when Drew Holiday is covering him. Mm. Okay? So let's gush about Drew a little bit here. It, this is a great story because we know about his injuries. We know he's. this is like the first year he's played most of the season. He's missed 107 regular season games in the last three seasons because of the leg injuries he's dealt with. Not only that, but if you'll recall, at the beginning of last year, his wife, Lauren, was diagnosed with a brain tumor while she was pregnant, and he, he missed 12 games because of that. Missed the whole preseason. And... Um, that was something that I, I just remember a lot of fans were rallying around him. And it, whether it was something like that that was weighing heavily on his mind and heart or it was physical injuries, the guy just never could reach that potential that we saw in Philadelphia until now. Now he's single-handedly nearly outplaying both of those guards. He's got tw- He's made 24 field goals. And Lillard and McCollum have combined for 29. So he's almost matched their production offensively by himself. And that was my key thing in previewing this series, saying that you know Rondo and Drew Holiday, they don't have to match those two guys' production. They just have to come close and, and, and do enough and, and take care of the basketball to where you know guys like Davis and Miritich can take advantage of their presence inside where I believe the Pels would have an advantage. Hmm. I was wrong. The Pels have an advantage in the backcourt, and that is <laughs> saying something when you're looking at one of the best backcourts in the NBA in Portland. So I, I can't gush enough about what those two guys have done so far in this series, and especially Drew Holiday, you know, meeting that uh, – potential and and meeting those expectations and surpassing them and becoming considered as one of the best two-way players in the league again Alvin Gentry says show me a better two-way player in the game right now and you'd be hard-pressed to find one I know a lot of people point to Jimmy Butler but just if you look at these last two games I don't think anybody's playing better than Drew Holiday he is a former all-star yes but that's what but what I'm saying is he's dealt with these injuries he's dealt with these off the court scenarios it's just been tough, except for this year. This year, he's really coming to his own, and the, in these playoffs, he's playing like one of like a top twenty player. I said that after the first game that I thought he was playing like a top twenty player in the league, which sounds ridiculous, but he that's 
but after last night's performance, how can you deny that? I credit it to the time he spent at A.E. Phillips there in Ruston. I think <laughs> that that is where the foundation was laid. Tabor, you've been all in with the Pels, and of course, we're glued to the TV last night. Uh, your thoughts on the Pels going up two nothing in this series? I've been very impressed, especially with the defense. Now, of course, the series moves back to New Orleans, and it should be a packed house. You would think uh, New Orleans should have basketball fever at this point. I hope so, because this team deserves it. This team deserves a packed house to play in front of. And i tell you something else that I just love is reading the quotes from players after the game. Players like Davis, Drew Holiday, and Rondo, they're all talking about chemistry and buying in and trusting one another. You know, you hear so much about Rondo and how he can be difficult to play with and how he's not a great teammate. He's starting to prove people wrong right now in this playoff run, and that's what I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed watching him, you know, mature and and, and be, you know, a lot of people think he could be a future coach just the way how smart he is and, and everything he knows about the game. And, you know, if you'll notice when he sits out of games, he's on the bench constantly talking to guys and pointing things out. So I've really enjoyed seeing him kind of prove people wrong in that aspect and be a good teammate. And the beauty of it is Anthony Davis hasn't had to have one of those monster games He hasn't yet. had to bring out the cape yet. He mm. hasn't had to be Superman. Mm. And that's and when I, and you know he can. He's done it all season long. So whenever uh, you know the 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 help isn't isn't on on the court, well, turn it on. Go go you know and and go out there and be Superman. He he's fully capable of doing it. So I love I'm I'm listen, I'm gushing over this run. This has been really really fun to watch and I, I'm, I don't want to look ahead, but I'm looking forward to a Warriors matchup. I really am. Uh, Garrett agrees with me. He says, A.E. Phillips, Bullpups gave Drew that championship mentality. <laughs> Dwayne, I think, hit it out of the ballpark. I love this idea for Top Ten Thursday. Here's an idea, according to Dwayne. Best NBA playoff instances slash rivalries. Oh. Reggie versus Spike. Michael versus Isaiah. Heat versus Knicks. Those altercations back in the day. Pistons versus everyone. <laughs> There are some great incidents, and I think there would be some sound that we could back that up with. Is that the winner? Is I that think that, is, that should be the clubhouse leader right now. We still have an hour to go. All right, still have an hour to go, but Dwayne, that's a very good suggestion. Thank you, Dwayne. Thanks for doing our work. Yes, thanks for uh, not just sending your top ten, and that'd be good. <laughs> Why don't you send a list and edit a few clips? For yeah, us. yeah. Send us some YouTube clips. That'll be great. 888-993-7762. The Morning Drive returns after this. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Coach Federico, Broderick Fobbs, and George Faust. Your calls, your texts. We continue to roll along on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for listening to the best of The Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.